The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Tuesday, Victory Tuesday. Since I wasn't here yesterday for Victory Monday, you're looking live. <laughs> At Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star of Frisco, which none of us are there except for Chris. Uh, but it is 74 degrees. It feels like 74. The high today is 77. The low tonight is 57. And, man, did I miss a good show yesterday. Thank you guys for carrying on without me. I appreciate you toting the show. Kurt, great job hosting Nate, great job on cutting me down and making fun of the size of my head. Uh, Jesse, thanks for being the voice of reason. Glad to be back. How you guys doing? Today? I did not say anything about you, Shannon. I was Jesse and Kurt. I, I just don't understand. Don't lie. Don't that lie. That reminded me of that commercial, man. It's a commercial where, they, you know, they, they, it all messes up when you say certain things. And all right, so, so I've, been, I've been holding on to something, fellas. Uh-oh. And I need, and I, I've been waiting to get the gang all together to oh, address Lord. this. Here okay? we go. Here we go. And it has, this has nothing to do with you, Shannon. You're, you're okay <laughs> on this one. Oh, good, good, good. This has everything to do with Nathaniel Bartholomew <laughs> Newton. <laughs> this dude has absolutely no respect. For the group text. What he has mean? zero <laughs> respect for the group text. Uh, what did I do? Has wrong? no understanding of what is text or typed in the group text, stays text and typed in the group text. <laughs> what did I say? I didn't do anything. Yes, you did. Yes, you what, did. Okay, what did I do? So, Shannon, you guys did a show. Uh, a week or so ago, you had the shark on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also had Chris Arnold on there. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, me being the supporting teammate that I am, yes, you are, Jesse. I try to listen in to when my guys are doing stuff. Right, Nate right. turned on Matten. I tuned in. I hit it, put it on the DVR. You know, you guys do your shows. I can't catch it all the time, but I try to do my best. Kurtz put articles out. I make sure I go read them. All that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know, uh, Chris, his kid is, you know, up for the Pump Pass and Kick Award for the 10-year-olds, and he's only five. I go and support. You know, all that kind of good stuff. So I send a text to the group. I was getting gas. $60 worth of gas I was getting. And the entire time it took me to get out of the car, pump the gas, $60 worth, get back in the car, Chris Arnold was still talking. (laughs) So I texted the group and said, you guys better never talk about me being long-winded. Like, I'm a mute in comparison to Chris Arnold. What do I get two minutes later? A text from Chris Arnold <laughs> saying 
Nate just showed me what you said. Ha, 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 ha. I said, this. Yes, sir. This fat grease is slimy. Now, Chris understands it. Chris knows. Create the first time anyone has ever told Chris that he talks way too much. Like y'all always tell me, I talk way too much. But, Nate, you don't show Chris the text that I text you in the group chat. If I wanted to text Chris Arnold, I would have texted Chris Arnold. Chris, you have to, you you Chris have Arnold to have a better understanding of. He was talking of, about you. I wouldn't have did it if he wouldn't have talked about you before the show. Like, yeah, man, Jesse boys, I don't worry about Jesse where he was. Da, da, da. Oh, they boys. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, okay, if they boys, I'm gonna let them. We see are boys, and, 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 and Chris yeah. Arnold understood. But I'm just like, yeah. man, I, I said, man, I wouldn't have I, done it if he would have said. I said, I thought Nate was one of the homies, man. That. I can't text Nate nothing no more. So, yeah, I, I was waiting for the game to get back together to address that so, situation. So, you can snitch so. me out. So, if you, want some, if you want some inside info that Nate is not supposed to tell you, just tell him that your boys with somebody, and Nate will tell you everything about them that you <laughs> <laughs> Because it's wow. okay if you're boys. Right. But, see, I, but I missed you yesterday, Shannon, and everybody See, let's not change you, the subject. No, 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 don't change the subject. Now you... Kurt, can I get some sympathy? Kurt, can I get some grace? Get out of this mess, you. Oh man, hey, well, hey, I hope you, I hope you, I hope your Wi-Fi go out. Uh, you know. I, will tell, I, I, I will tell you this though, Jesse. He, Chris Arnold, like he's taken over the show before on Wednesday night. He was in rare form last Wednesday. He talked the entire second segment. Like I couldn't even interrupt him to like get us. To get anybody else to say anything, the whole second <laughs> segment he talked. The whole it was that like a twelve-minute span, nonsense. And he was passionate, man. He was going at it. I was just like, all right, I'm gonna let him go. Just, yeah, I, I, I listened. I was like, dang, <laughs> Nate snitched me out, boy. No. <laughs> Don't hey, do no man, crime with Nate, because I'm telling you right now, <laughs> you want he won't even get to the interrogation room. As the soon as they come knocking. <laughs> Yeah, so the cops like at his door. He uh, giving location numbers. He giving cops, everything up. Cops will be like, hey, hey, Jesse, tell us about your beautiful dog you got there, man. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about the dog, all right? Let's talk football now, guys. Let's talk football. But that's I had to get that out. I had to get out of my hand? chest. But that's a football huh? you got in your hand. Yeah, man. This is my this is my boy Bones. Bones is oh. uh, an eleven year old Frenchie. I've had Bones for eleven years, so. This is my guy, man. Oh, he's an old man now, man. He's old. He just, we just be kicking it and chilling, man. This is, like I said, he'll sit right here, won't bark, won't move, and just be, look at, look yeah. at that face, man. Look Lap dog. Face. <laughs> look at that face, baby. That's a cute pup. That is a good Thank one. you, man. Bones, bones, thugs, and harmony. Here you go. All right, how, how do y'all, since I missed it yesterday, how do y'all feel Give me your brief your brief thoughts on. No, how do you feel? You the how one. You, you feel, the one from last week. That's how we feel. We are. How do you feel? You want to need to see a performance of a lifetime. Did, did that? Did that meet your expectations? That's what I needed to see. Now I need to see it again. Cause look. Oh my God. Yeah, really? Nate, yes, really. They, like, but I told y'all last week. I'm okay with them winning. It doesn't matter if it's ugly. It doesn't matter if it's they hung. Can y'all hear Bones snoring? Can y'all hear that? Okay, good. Good. Yeah, I actually can now. <laughs> but I'm good with them winning however they need to win. Like, you beat, a, you beat a really bad, pitiful team that has so many issues going on during the game, before the game, after the game. But you beat them like you should have beat them. You beat them like a drum. So, yes, 
I, I would like to see – you know what? It doesn't matter what they do against Arizona this week. They can win ugly. They can beat them down. Just keep winning. I'm good with this. I am, I am okay with them winning however they need to win. I needed to see the offense click. They clicked. They took care of business, and believe me, I got it. All the DMs, thank everyone that hit me up on Sunday and said, is this what you needed to see? Yes, this is what I needed to see, all right? So, I'm good. I'm good. However they want to win, just keep winning. He finally figured it out. After 16 weeks, he finally figured it out. <laughs> Where's Kurt? He gone. Yeah. <laughs> he gone. Can we... Can we get back to the studio so we can all be a team? Man, I am so ready to get back in the studio. I don't, I don't do well working from home. This is not my, this is not my preferred method of working and communication. I, I don't thrive well in this environment. I need. Hey, Shannon, t- tell me. That, oh, okay. Now you, you were, I was going to ask you about the game, but you wasn't to the game this week, so. I wasn't there. No, I wasn't. Man, because I, I sure wanted you to tell me how these guys was acting, man. Because I don't think Jesse. I'd have been cutting up. I, you know, knowing that we had a chance to win these, a lot of guys say they didn't know they was they won these. But knowing that we had a chance to win these, uh, you know, I, I hear guys always say, you know, when they win something big, you know, well, we got bigger things. I, Jimmy, that's one thing I got to say about Coach Johnson. He, he didn't believe in that. He believed that if you won something big, you needed to celebrate it. You need to have fun. You need to feel it. You need to. You need to let it. In, uh, what's the word? Get it to your soul and enjoy it. You know this. You know when I heard Coach Summer, what twelve o'clock? No, until the next morning when we come back to the star. That's when we'll we'll get ready for for the Cardinals. But till then, we gonna do this thing because we won. I mean, you. I, I don't get what people say that man because we won three Super Bowls and we parted. And we had fun on every one of them. The, the NFC Championship game, the NFC. Yeah, but Nate, East but let me ask you this, that. Nate. Let me let, let me ask you this. What was this the mentality after Super Bowl one? Right? Because I mean, because leading up to that, you guys really had nothing to celebrate. I guess so. You go one to fifteen, and then you come back and you win the NFC East, or you know, did you guys win the NFC East the year your first Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won it that year. But what I'm saying, Jesse, is this right here. Coach Johnson always believed that if you if you if you prepare for the moment and you do everything right for the moment, and that moment becomes a, a reality in your favor, you have to enjoy it, and you want and, and, and let that be the positive hunger. Don't be like, yo, we got beat 56 to nothing in the, in, the, in the NFC Championship game. That motivates us. How about we won 56 and nothing, and we may have lost the Super Bowl, but that really motivates us because we know how to get back there. That, you know, it's always, it's always good to act like you've been there because if you act like you've been there, then you won't get up and do the snotty nose. You won't get up and be eating and all that. <laughs> but you ain't won no NFC East, not this particular team. You enjoy that NFC East victory. You let your fans know that you are the beast of the East and you doing what you got to do. And when you get back, now when, when they have their first official meeting, now we're all about the Cardinals. Everything about the Cardinals. But you hey. don't walk through life and not enjoy it, bro. I'm telling you, don't on, walk on, through life and not enjoy it. On that note, Jesse, you, you and Nate tell me this. Will, will this game – all right, they did something they haven't done as a unit, at least this unit 
that they currently have, right, with all these new players and new coaches. They went out and they took the East. Even, even, if, the, even if the East wasn't, wasn't bad this year, even if it was good, they still won 11 games so far. They would have they won this division, right? So right. they went and did what they set out to do. Now if they go, like you said, enjoy it, but then get back to business and they go beat the Cardinals, does that tell you a little bit more about this team that like, okay, they're going and beating somebody else that's in the, that's in the hunt for, you know, what, home field yeah. advantage you, or whatever whatever's going on? Would that tell you more about this team or have they proven what they need to prove by winning the East? That's, mature, that's called maturity, man. That, mm-hmm. You know, that's called maturity, understanding where you're at. And being able to play up to the level of, of your your opponents, man, it's just maturity from the up from from the coach staff. Because the way McCarthy does it, uh, from what I from what I see, from what he tells us, he he don't run no uh, ship where people's tight and everybody up oh, when they see, hey, what's up? You know, they they don't run. They 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 kind of loose. They handle their business. They do what they have to do. They they're they're the ultimate professionals, and they do their thing. So if they if they come out to this week and beat the Cardinals, it's just showing that to me, okay, just one more step and and getting the way you need to go. See, because it's one thing I tell people, it's one thing to say, uh, yeah, it ain't, yeah, yeah, it ain't it ain't this and ain't that. We're the bigger picture, then you lose this game. Is it really the bigger picture? Is it really the bigger picture? What you think? And, it, and then I think also it's the it's the challenge of knowing. You beat a good football team. Yes, I get it. I know it's hard to win in the National Football League. I get it. I understand it. I've been a part of it. But, you, you know, you, you you knew what Washington was. You, you knew what Tyler Haneke was. You knew they didn't have all their guys and COVID and all that kind of stuff. And that, and I, and that takes nothing away from the victory because I, I enjoyed what they did to a team that was inferior to them. You beat the brakes off of them. So I, I do enjoy that. But there is also something to be said when you're able to play a team that the league or the masses or the media, whoever you want to count, says that they're a good football team um, and they have good notable players, right? It ain't, it ain't Taylor Heineke, no, it's Kyler Murray. It ain't, you know, it ain't Joe Blow, no, it's Chandler Jones, right? And so when you're able to go out there and compete and win and beat the notable names and the teams that they, you know, deem or whoever they want to call it, saying that there are quality teams, and you get those quality wins throughout the year, that also adds another motivating factor of confidence to your football team. Because they say, oh, yeah, you only beat the Washington football team. They, they didn't have their backup all year, da, 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 whatever. But when you go out and you beat a, a team that uh, for a large majority of this year, people thought that this team was a Super Bowl contending team, that this team was number one in the NFC, uh, in the NFC uh, for a long, a long period of time. Now, they're slumping. And, and make no mistake about it, they're, they're looking to end their losing streak. While we're looking to continue ours, they're looking to end theirs. So they're going to come out and it's going to be a homecoming <clears throat> for Kyler Murray. He's going to have 40 tickets, right, because he's a local kid from this area. And he wants to come out there and perform in front of his friends and family. And there is something about a hometown kid coming back and performing in AT&T Stadium where he's won state championships before. But I think the Cowboys going out and beating quote-unquote, a quality team uh, gives them a ton of confidence heading into the playoffs to say, hey, guys, we positioned ourselves to potentially get a number one seed. Some other things have to happen. But we routed a team that was inferior to us, and we beat a team of quality. Now let's go in here and really do what we got to do 
come playoff time. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, let's talk some more football. And maybe Kurt ran all of his kids out of the house that are at home for uh, Christmas break, and his Wi-Fi will actually keep working. <laughs> we see more so we'll bones find... than we've seen of you, Kurt. Come on, man. <laughs> we'll find that out and more when we return on, on Hanging With The Boys, The People Show. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans. If you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit Cowboys Travel. .com to book your package today. Back to hanging with the boys. Dak Prescott is our nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service activities off the field and excellence on the field. Help Dak earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. Tweet hashtag WPMOY challenge, followed by Prescott through January 17th. Vote Dak. There you go, fellas. Uh, let's see. Where do we want to go with this? Kurt, welcome back to the show. Did you get everybody well, kicked? <laughs> all the family members kicked off the Netflix and the video games. I don't know if I'm going to have much luck. I don't know how long it'll be. Uh, Boy. All right. Yeah, well, but, uh, we, we don't need you if you get kicked off anyway. We'll be just fine without you. So, the show must go on. So, oh. if we can do it without you, you can sure do it without me. <laughs> wow, man. See that? And then he wanted to blame it on me for talking about him yesterday. He talked good about me, Nate. He just talked good about me. I talked bad about Kurt, and he still paid me a compliment. So that's Jesse's disciple. He's coming along well. What would you guys do? What What would you do with Tyron the next two weeks? Would y'all rest him, play him, get him healthy? What would be your strategy? I would give him a series in this game because Jones is a beast. 
If he's healthy, I just give him a series or two and get him out of there, and uh, let, and, and take him over to Brett uh, Daniels. Uh, is that is I'm pronouncing that right, Jesse? Brett Brit, Brit, Brit Brown. Brit Brown. Brit Brown. Yeah, I would take him over to Brett after that. Let Brett break him to break him off real prompt. He better be fully healthy if he's getting in that game. Like you know, they waited. They let Demarcus get healthy. They let some of these other guys. I, I need Tyron in the playoffs, not in week sixteen or seventeen. So. Yeah, what would you do, Jess? You rest Nate, what do you what, what do you mean playing for a series or two? If if you're gonna play him, he's gonna play. If not, then leave him on the sideline and let him continue to get rushed up. Uh yeah, Chandler Jones is an absolute beast. I mean, he has 15, 16 sacks already this season. He's one of those guys that kind of goes under the radar as being a terrific pass rusher. Uh, but I think you gotta play Tyron Smith. I think you, if if he's healthy. If he gets to go, not him saying I'm ready to go, but Britt Brown and Greg and Jim Mauer say he's ready to go, then you play him. You let him get those reps. You let him get his kind of his feet back underneath them. Because, again, what you don't want is this offensive line trying to figure each other out once we get into the money games. Like, because if they, if they win this game this weekend, I doubt that they'll probably play a lot of their players a long amount of time against, uh, who is it, the Giants or whoever. Uh, at the end of the year, they they probably would have sewn up every Philadelphia. They probably would have sewn up everything that they need to get to get done. Um, so you know, play Tyrant, let him get his feet wet, let him get his kind of continuity back, his confidence back, let him go out there and really test it because I need to know. I, I need to know can we count on him? Can he go? And also, if I'm if I'm going to put you know. If I'm gonna put Dak out there to go, I want Tyron out there to go as well, and making sure that Chandler Jones ain't don't saw him in half. Because this game is important. This game matters. If you're still trying to get yourself to that number one seed, you need to win against Arizona. And, and you know, and maybe I said it all wrong, but that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I said it all wrong. Because that's the if best he thing go in the game, said on this show. Yeah, it, it, say what, my brother? That's the best thing you've ever said on this show. I tell you what, uh, you large head. Never mind. Anyway, I'm not going to give up. Anyway. You, what, a couple of things happened right there that made that the best thing you've ever said. Once, I, I just, one, see, you showed a little humility. Two, that, you admitted you were wrong. is in the game. Yeah, and I ain't three, talk shit. Ah, the, la, the timing la, 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 was awesome. La, 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 the timing la, la, la. was awesome. The delivery was great. That was just perfect. Good execution, Nate. Okay, thank you, Shadow. Uh, you notice I got my head up close. Uh, anyway, uh, as long as Dak in the game, because win, lose, or draw, if this thing get ugly for us, Dak need to be out. All of them need to be out. If this thing is rolling good for us, they all need to be out. But, uh, you but know, are you putting Tyron? Are you putting Tyron in there if he's eighty percent? No, 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 not yeah. that. But if you're 100%, yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you, the way – now, I would, you would ask me this five or ten years ago, I'd be like, yo, he played the whole game and the next game because that's that's the way the NFL was. This is a new NFL. And as much as I like continuity on the offensive line, this is one offensive line they, they just play. They, this week is Connor Williams. Next week is Connor McGovern. They're, oh, it's Tyron Steele. I mean, uh, Steele, then it's – Right, they do. They do it different. The only person that's consistent is the center and the right guard. That's the only people that's been consistent on this offensive line. Everybody else you, is rolling. I tell you what, if you think about the way that they've managed, they've managed injuries this year. They managed Connor Williams with the holding. Like they've had some 
some luxuries this year by having such a big lead early and being able to rest guys. And man, they're going to look like geniuses if they roll into the playoffs and have a healthy side on offense, defense. Because, I mean, you saw what the defense did last, you know, Sunday night when they were fully healthy and you had everybody back in the game. They look unstoppable, man. How, how smart are they going to look if they roll into the playoffs and you have all starters on both sides of the ball and it was because of load management, like like what you were talking about, Nate. You, you get Tyron back to a full, fully healthy. Connor Williams, they got the, the bad tape of him off where he, you know, he didn't have any holding penalties. You got everybody on both sides. I mean, that there's some. I think there's something to be said about that. I think this team mismanaged one player this year when it comes to injuries, and and it's it's mind-boggling to me because. You look across the board and you see it. You see, oh, they say, you know what? Let's give Dak an extra week. Make sure, make sure Tyron is, is doubly safe. And all these other guys have gotten the extended amount of time Except to get Zeke. their proper rest. And they didn't do it for Zeke. I, I, I don't understand that. And, you know, we talked about this before, that it was labeled as a bone bruise. And like I told you guys, I've never seen a guy have a bone bruise and need a knee brace. And now they're talking about his ligament damage. And I just thought, man, when there was a moment in time about three or four weeks ago, you could have given Zeke an extended amount of time to rest to give himself an opportunity to be at a, a healthier, I'm not saying he's going to be, and, and Tyra's not going to be 100%, right? He may be 100% of 80% at this point in time of the year, uh, but no one's at 100% right now at this juncture of the season. And I think if they were allowed Zeke to get a little bit more healthy, uh, you, you would see a better Zeke for the playoffs. And I think that's, if there's anything that's going to kind of, bogged this team down is and, and yeah Zeke had a little bit of burst uh in the in the in the prior game but again that's uh, while we thought that defense was going to be a really good defense it, it turned out that they're just not right now for whatever reason they're missing players or whatever it is um but I just wish they would have given Zeke that that moment in time where he could have set out a game or two and got that rest so that he was Closer to being at full at the, whatever full strength he could be at this point in time of the season, heading into the end of the year early playoffs. You know, I, I uh, how much of that was truly on Zeke? I mean, and I know the coach can say, "No, you ain't playing," which we all wish they would have said that. But uh, I understand I get Zeke fighting every tooth and nail. You know, I, can it be any worse than what it is? He may not understand the long term of his, of his injury, but I was like, "Wow." This can't be because if I was Skip or I was the head coach, I'd be like, no, you know, you, you're out. But uh, how, do these do players have that type of pull? Do these players do his, have that type of pull? Yeah. How do his teammates see that? Are they like, man, Zeke, wish you'd take a break. We need you down the road. Or are they like, man, this guy's a warrior. Look, look, look what he's doing for us. Each man is on. Once a man make up his mind in that locker room, you just said, hey, man, best, the best for you, man. The best for you. There's some players be like, nah, I ain't going down that road. And then there's some players like, yeah, man, he's doing what he do. So you have to ask each individual player or groups, groups of players how they feel about that. You know, because back in the day, we we're, we're the heralded them. Oh, he's a warrior. He's this. Oh, he's tough as nails. You know, in today's NFL, they be like, man, is he crazy? It's do, it's do, yeah, I'm just I'm being honest now. You know, I'm being honest, you know. Does it feel that way? Was it that way in your generation, Jesse, where guys were more like, yeah, this guy's a warrior? Um, I mean, everybody's a warrior in that locker room, right? Because we're all going through something. And the thing is, as long as you aren't hurting us, 
right? If, if you're going out there and you're saying, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, and you hurt me, then God's going to be like, hey, bro, why don't you go ahead and sit on down because you keep going out there and you keep giving up that edge or you keep going out there and you can't, you can't do what you're supposed to be doing and it's hurting us. Yeah. Then people will say something. But if you go out there and play, I mean, I, I play with what people will consider the, you know, the Iron Man of the Cowboy history and Jason Witten, right? I, I played when DeMarcus Ware was took it, taken off on a stretcher one week and had the game winning sack the next week, you know? So if guys can go and they are helping us, and their, you know, the, the, their their presence on the field is a positive one. Then you're like, hell, because we're all going through something. Everybody in that locker room going through something—an elbow, a shoulder, a knee, an ankle, a foot, a rib, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but if you're going to be out there and you're going to be a starter, right, a prominent player, well, damn it, you better be doing your job to to a a, a positive degree. Or I'm gonna be like, hey, bro, go ahead and uh and sit this one out till you get all the way back right. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, we'll talk more Cowboys football and other things on the People Show. Hanging with the boys. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, January the 1st with your hangover to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, appearances by the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and alumni, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Get excited for the game day. Visit attstadium.com slash rally days for tickets 
and more info. And before we get back to it, just wanted to say, by the way, I love Chris Arnold. I love when he's on the show on Wednesday nights. I he does. He does love to talk, <laughs> but he's passionate. So, and me and him are boys. So, Nate, if you know anything, any dirt on him or anything, <laughs> just let me know because me and him are boys. Okay? <laughs> you cool with that? Yes, sir. I will be uh, able to live with so for, for those of you that were listening, and I, earlier we were talking about Chris, I didn't want anybody that doesn't know, like, all of our relationship with Chris to think we were oh, talking no, no, no. because he no. talks so much. He just, he, he just gets passionate. He gets going, and you can't stop him. So we love when he has We all, we all love Chris. Chris has Chris been around for, I know. for 60 years. I t- shut up, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> can't help but love Chris Arnold, man. I tell you what, Jesse. Nate made sure he he gave you some love on Wednesday night. Like he said your name. Oh, he didn't hear that. Ten times, and I was like, "Damn, damn, Nate! Like, give it a rest. Like, what? Jesse paying you by the mention <laughs> oh, or what? He, What's going on? Jesus, Jesse didn't hear that. He just hold that. He, uh, he all he heard is I sold it by. That's the least he could do. I mean, he got he got a lot of making up to do. He been leaving me on the porch since I got on this show. <laughs> This is a, this is a true story. This is a true story. Uh, what you know? The one thing, like I wanted, I could just see Jesse smiling as I watched the show. The first, it's the first game that I missed, other than last year because of, of COVID. First game I missed in nine years. So I was sitting there watching it on the TV, which was kind of. It was very weird, but it was nice to actually see what everybody else sees because it's a totally different perspective than, than being at the game and being on the sideline. So it was, it was, it was nice in some aspects. <clears throat> but I, I could just envision Jesse sitting there smiling going, I've been telling them to start off in the, in the hurry-up offense since <laughs> week three. Like, look what happens when they listen to me. They score half a hundred. So, Jesse, how proud were you? that Kellen Moore finally listened to the show and did what you've been asking him to do. Man, he's about 15 weeks too late, but <laughs> it's all good as long as he's got it, right? That's all we care about is, is Boy Wonder getting it. Starting out, you know, with the, with the you can call it the red ball or whatever you want to call it, getting the ball to Amari Cooper early on, getting Dak in a good rhythm. If more people listen to our show, literally their life would be better. People need to tell a friend to tell a friend, listen to Hanging with the Boys, because we're going to crack jokes, we're going to make fun, but we're going we're gonna to talk good football, we're going to enhance your life. We're going to really let you know how to enhance your life. And, you know, the latest uh, product of that is Kellen Moore finally tuning into our show and hearing what we've been screaming for the last 15 weeks. He got it. I'm happy. Finally. What it, go ahead. Well, that reminds me that you're talking about Kellen. He said yesterday in, in his meeting with the press that AT&T is fast. And, I, you know, what does he mean by that? Is it just being in front of the home crowd? Or is there something Track different? Fast. That makes the surface. Fast? The surface. Fast, baby. Yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about wind. I'm not worried about grass level. I'm not worried about any of that. I'm on a fast, dry surface. I don't need no hit it. I don't need no heated benches. It's 72 degrees in there. Um, you know, and so when you're able to play on that fast surface, man, uh, uh, you know, that's why I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like when you start looking at who we're playing in the playoffs, when you talk about the Rams, or you talk about Tampa and you talk about uh, potentially the Cardinals or Green Bay, 
Uh, there's a part of me, not a, not a small part of me. You know what I'm saying, Shannon? Small, <laughs> small part of me, Shannon. Small part of me wants to kind of go on the road a little bit because these teams with these high – listen to me. But here, these teams with these high-powered offense, they want no wind. They want no rain. They, they want that fast surface so that they can go out there and do what they do offensively and defensively. So sometimes going on the road, get you know, maybe not to Lambeau, but sometimes going on the road and those outside stadiums limits what they can do as well. So I don't know. But I said it's a, it's a very, very small part of me because we do, and our, and our home field advantage, it's an advantage for the opposing team too. Because you are on this fast surface, indoor surface, where a lot of teams like to be in January. I don't know, man. The, the difference in the, our offense on, between on the road and home is pretty big. I'm not sure. I'd, that's true as well. That's true. That's a, that's a very true statement that I didn't take into consideration. That's a, that's a true statement, Kurt. Would you start, Nate, would you start, the, would you start this week against the Cardinals the exact same way you did against Washington, come out with a fast pace, no huddle or quick huddle? Offense? Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to score on them fast. I, I definitely want to make them one dimension. You know, uh, is the, is Hopkins playing? Do we know if nope. he's back? No, he's if out. He, yeah, he's done. Oh, and, and a word I get green. I got a little older, a little stiffer. Yeah, let's go the same way. Let's get this thing rolling. That's re- that's NASCAR to death. You know what I'm saying? That I know that's a defensive term. You know, because that's what they got <laughs> the defensive package. But that's you know, let's turn into the offense. So that's just that's just the thing NASCAR, baby. Fast you can go round and round. You too, Jess? Um, you know what? You know where I stand with that, baby. Let's all, go. Round all, up. All gas, no brakes, huh? Yes, sir. Uh, so what is is this defense, what they did Sunday was just, I mean, it was ridiculous. Like the plays they were making, the, you know, the contagiousness of it. Is Do you think with this team, with everybody healthy, the way they played – obviously against a depleted Washington team, but is that sustainable for the next two weeks and then into the playoffs? Do you think they can play at that high of a level? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> Go ahead on, Jesse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you would like to have the turnovers, right? Like you would like to have two and three and four turnovers a game, right? That part, and, and they've been doing it the last couple of games. I don't know if the turnover part is sustainable. But the pressure is absolutely, absolutely something that they can do. And I think Dan Quinn has figured it out. He's saying, listen, I'm going to keep these guys fresh. I'm going to keep these guys engaged. I'm going to line these guys up all over. And I'm going to confuse defensive fronts, I mean offensive fronts, all game long. And if you're able to do that with these healthy guys, I think that is going to help your chances of advancing the playoffs so much. But uh, but getting out to the quarterback, applying pressure, making the quarterback have to get rid of the ball quicker than he wants to, dis- destroying offensive linemen, that is 1,000% something that this defense can continue to do throughout the rest of this season and into the playoffs because you got the players. You got the Jimmys and Joes. Like, Tank is Tank. Randy is Randy. Micah is Micah. Like, those guys are who they are, and they're going to be able to give you that every single time. And I think when you play with that level of aggression, you play with that level of of spiciness and just really going to get it, then the turnovers will happen. Um, but just being able to go all out, I am, I, I am, I'm a fan. Like, I, I've, I've turned the corner. 
I know that we had a 56 point, um, you know, blowout. But to me, this team, I, I, I am on team defenses leading the Dallas Cowboys. That's where I stand right now after the day. This is a defensive team. Uh, who is accompanied by the offense. This isn't the other way around. Like the, It's a defense with their plus one does this coming to the team, playoff party. Does this team yeah. not uh, – I apologize if you asked this in the first segment because I was in and out, but, I mean, they've beaten four pretty you know, subpar teams <coughs> these last three weeks. Do they still need a, a confidence boost to go out and beat a good team that's desperate? I mean, are they, are, is that the next step? They have to beat a 10-5 and five, team that's desperate to, you know, Arizona's desperate to still make, uh, win that division. Is that the next step they've got to, in their confidence building? Yeah, Kurt, you know, we answered that in the first segment. Okay, sorry. You, but you know, no. Kurt. <laughs> I'm messing with you. <laughs> but, but, but you know, next, man. I'm next question. You, next question. You know, winning. Nah, man. Just keep winning. Just, just keep winning because all those things Jesse said about the defense. Just keep Winning. I mean, I remember we came from one and fifteen, three and thirteen, and everybody we played won didn't have the best records going down the stretch. But you just keep winning. You keep finding those ways. You keep playing those close games, those ugly games. Eventually, you're gonna win one of those games because you're only gonna get more confidence and get better and better. You have the players. For a long time, we did not have the players. Now, defensively, offensively. And special teams with the punter, we have the team. Love that laugh, punter. Jesse? Well, let me let's let's uh, let's flip it. Do you think what the offense did Sunday is that sustainable? Because we haven't seen that in a while. Do you think this is the first step to get their confidence and swagger back? Can they keep doing this next two games and into the playoffs? I think just right here. What do you need to be in the red zone percentage-wise to be successful? And whatever that percentage is, you make sure you're that percentage because teams are going to get better. But this is one thing we all know. We keep all oh, in the playoffs, teams still average anywhere between 24 and 30 points. Now it comes down to your defense and can your offense run the ball effective enough to win that, win, win that time of possession to keep your defense fresh so they can either get that turnover by pressure or they can get you that key three, that key, uh, three and out. That's, that's what it's all about. The chess game becomes bigger and bigger the closer you get to the playoffs. And that's where, you, that's where your quarterback has to be in tune to what's happening and what's going on on the field on both sides, offensively and defensively. Now, that's what the big boys do. That's the big boy quarterbacks do. Jesse, you froze? No, I'm here. I didn't know if the, I didn't know if this was my. T- I don't. Um, no, no, no. I, honestly, you, you ain't never waited no, no. before. You ain't never waited no, before. Now, now you, now you, now you trying to, you know, not be Chris. Can I be 100 percent honest? Can I be 100 yeah. percent honest? Yeah. I was listening to you talk and totally forgot the question. <laughs> like I totally forgot. <laughs> so in my heart, of, in oh, my heart of hearts, again. I didn't hear it. In my heart of hearts, I was just hoping that Shannon would jump back in <laughs> and say something else. Shannon, in addition to what you said. You but know, I totally forgot right, what the question was. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you a pass. <laughs> the last question before we get out of here, and Chris kills us. But so the bet that the offense and the defense have going on, right? I freaking love what that, what that, what I think that's doing to the team. And 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 Jesse, you and Nate, tell me what you guys think. 
Do I think they go out there and it's top of mind, like I'm going to play harder because I have this bet with the offense or bet with the defense? No. But what I think it does is it makes the game fun. And when you're having fun, you're more relaxed and you're more instinctual and you can enjoy the game and play. It, it brings another level to the game where it's just more enjoyable. And as a player, I believe it makes you it, it makes you play better because there's not all this pressure on you. And I think they go out there if the offense scores a touchdown, the defense goes out there and goes, it's at the, it, you know, in the back of their mind, I need to create a turnover. I need to get a turnover. So it, it's always top of mind. I don't think it, it's like bulletin board material. Does it make you go out there and play harder? Does it, you're an athlete. You're out there on Sunday, you're strapping it up. I don't think so, but it, I think it does, it does create this back and forth and it's contagious and gets everybody involved and, and just makes them have more fun and play a little bit loose I guess what do you guys think about it Jesse you go first I don't want you to forget the question no I thought I think <laughs> Shannon is spot on I think <laughs> I think everything what Shannon just said is spot on you know I've been doing this show with you guys going on my fourth year and you know every time the question comes up about what do you miss about football it's that it's never the game day stuff it's that it's, it's the chess games being played in the locker room. It's, you know, the tennis ball shooting in the basket thing in the locker room. But that this is what makes football fun. Now, I will say, boy, defense, I wouldn't take any of you guys in Vegas with me to make any bets because that's a dumb bet. That's a dumb <laughs> bet that you think you're going to get more turnovers and the team gets offensive touchdowns. <laughs> but I love it. It's fun. Exactly. It's fun. Um, and these guys keep it, you know, somewhere in their mind. And when the, when a turnover happens, it comes to the forefront of their mind. But it's fun. It makes football fun. It brings the team together. And like you said, uh, Shannon, it, it just creates that energy on the field of, you know, hey, let's go get a turnover. They just scored. Let's go get one back, fellas. And and and, and, and you're doing it in the confines, of course, of your system. You're not you're not breaking protocol to go out there and try to do something that not, not you know that's not responsible. Uh, within the confines of the defense or the offense. But this is what makes a team fun when you have these type of things happening uh, uh, amongst the guys. You know, the, the thing that, man, is this right here is, is the defense should be ahead because they're scoring touchdowns too. So they should get extra points for that. You know, Agreed. so Shannon, I need for you to, you know, drop that over there on them. Say, hey, man, y'all need to be getting y'all <laughs> points because y'all scoring too. So that thing won't look so bad. And if I had to pay off a bet, I have to limit that thing to the Omni next to the to the start. I, I couldn't pay all that. I freaking love it, man. And and as, and as a fan watching the game, it 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 gets you into it more too because you're like, what's the defense going to do? Are they going to respond? Often, you know, I just think all the way around. Like, I got a make- message to the fans. If there's someone out there listening to our show coming to uh, the next game, make a sign. Like, make a sign and keep the numbers of what the offense has, what the defense has. And every time something happens in the game, you flip that over. And I promise you, you'll make it on a jumbotron. You'll get a player to probably want to sign it for you. So if there's anyone listening to our show, which everybody should be listening to our show. by Jesse? Make a sign. Make a sign. You'll get on national TV. You'll get on the jumbotron. We'll get you on our show, and you might get a player to sign it. You're welcome. There you go. Well, we got to go. Bone thugs and harmony. We gotta go before Chris kills us. Jesse, thanks for being here. Nate, thanks for bringing it. Who Kurt, comes on after us, man? Coming in off and on. Don't nobody come the on show. after us, uh, Get Shannon. your kids under control. 
and uh, you know, get them off the Wi-Fi from 11:30 to 12:15. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the man, air. Man, go spend some money, man. Quit buying all the punk rock We will be back tomorrow. The People Show, hanging with the. I gotta call Chris out. Hold on, hold on. I gotta call. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?